Judge Drabble Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. All right, Pharrell on a bench with you, uh, 844-TOLL-FREE, 843-6879 to get on the bench. Uh, Baylor, 77-66.8 left, so under a second left. Jared Butler had 30 points tonight to guard 7 of 9 from three-point range with eight dimes. You think he'll be all right in the tournament? You think he'll uh, handle his business? Anyway, uh, so you heard a lot of the stories about uh, baseball uh, news. Tyler Chadwood uh, does a deal with the Jays, one year, three million. So uh, this guy uh, goes to Toronto. He was in uh, Chicago, right, with the Cubs. He went there first season, 2018. He was terrible. He had uh, issues with his stuff, control-wise. They put him in the pen in 2019. He got his way back into the rotation in 20. And um, uh, so, sure enough, Kansas gets a basket and covers. Are you kidding me? 77-69 the final. I'm going to puke. Oh, my God. you got to be kidding me. They had that game in a bag, and they didn't get it done. Oh, my God. I'm going to puke. Uh, hold on. I'm, uh, hold on. Just let me puke. Oh, my God. They blew it. The cover. Anyway, uh, so now uh, he's going to Toronto. He finished 2-2 two and two with a 5-3-0 ERA in uh, five starts for the Cubs last year. He was um, bottom line in his career, Angels, Rockies, Cubs, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And now the Jays get him. I got to tell you, I've never been uh, that excited about Tyler Chatwood. What they need to do is... I mean, is that the best that they're going to offer their fans in Toronto? That's the best they can do? Tyler Chatwood? I mean, if they don't get that deal for George Springer, they might as well fold up shop. I mean, honestly, I know they have the stars in, in Guerrero and Biggio and all the rest. But look, they've done nothing. They, they already sucked. And now they've done nothing, and then they go out and get Tyler Chatwood? I mean, honestly, like, what is that? They've got to sign Springer. They, they they cannot let the Mets get Springer. That's what I think. I mean, bottom, <laughs> Tyler Chatwood, is the, that's what you're going to sell your fans? I mean, it's just unbelievable. Mets GM Jared Porter sent explicit, unsolicited texts and images to a female reporter for five years ago, culminating with a picture of, you know, male organs, the whole deal. Uh, this story is breaking tonight, just now. The woman, uh, a foreign correspondent who had moved to the United States to cover Major League Baseball, said at one point she ignored more than 60 messages from Porter before he uh, sent the final lewd photo. I mean, this is unbelievable. 
We welcome in all of our radio affiliates, Mightier 1090 in San Diego, Sirius XM Channel 204, Sports Map Radio Network, and Sports Byline USA. Good to have you with us on the bench tonight on an MLK Monday night from New York. I'm Pharrell with Mafia. Um, so I'm, I'm doing this story right now if you're just checking it out, the show. Jared Porter, the brand-new Mets GM, allegedly sent explicit, unsolicited texts and images to a woman reporter in 2016, including pictures of, uh, you know, (laughs) male organs. Okay? He was sending, you know, bad pictures, allegedly. She was a foreign correspondent who had moved to the U.S. to cover Major League Baseball. She said she ignored 60 messages from him before he sent the final lewd shot. The text relationship started casually, allegedly, before Porter, then the Cubs director of professional scouting, began complimenting her appearance, inviting her to meet him in various cities and asking why she was ignoring him. And then the text shows she had stopped responding to Porter after he sent a photo of pants featuring a bulge in the groin area. Uh, he allegedly continued texting her anyway, sending dozens of messages despite the lack of uh, response from her. In August of 2016, a day after asking her to meet him at a hotel in L.A., he sent the woman 17 pictures. The first 15 were of a hotel and its restaurant. The 16th was the same as the earlier photo of a bulge in the pants. The 17th was of a male organ. Reached to ask him about it. Porter acknowledged texting with the woman. He initially said um, he had not sent any pictures of himself. When told the exchanges show he had sent selfies and other pictures, he said that the more explicit ones are not of me. Those are joke stock images. Oh, my God. This guy's going to get fired. He just got the job. <laughs> what is happening? The guy's sending pictures <laughs> of his package to some chick reporter from a foreign land. She had to be flabbergasted. Sports Grid is available on the radio, internet, TV, satellite, and don't forget our mobile app. So if you're not getting it, you're just not trying. Keep it right here. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. This story is unbelievable. It's on ESPN. Uh, They're the ones that had the story, and they had it in the bag back then. They had it in the bag in 2016, 2017, and they didn't run the story because, bottom line, um, so in December 2017, ESPN obtained messages about being alerted to the existence of the pictures. They reached out to the woman, interviewed her, and was prepared to report about the allegations, but did not do it after the woman concluded her career would be harmed if the story came out. They kept in touch with her. She left journalism 
And then she recently decided to come forward only on the condition of anonymity because she fears backlash in her home country. She said, quote, my number one motivation is I want to prevent this from happening to someone else. Obviously, he's in a much greater position of power. I want to prevent that from happening again. The other thing is I never really got the notion that he was ever sorry. I know in the U.S. there's a woman's empowerment movement, but in my home country, it's still far behind. Women get dragged through the mud if your name is associated with any type of sexual scandal. Women are the ones who get fingers pointed at them. I don't want to go through the victimization process again. I don't want other people to blame me. Porter is 41. He was hired as Mets GM on December 13th to help lead Steve Cohen's new front office. He allegedly apologized to the woman in 2016 by text after she saw the naked picture and texted that his messages, she said, were extremely inappropriate, offensive, and getting out of line. In a statement Monday night, Sandy Alderson, the Mets president, said, quote, I have spoken directly with Jared Porter regarding events that took place in 2016, of which we were made aware of tonight for the first time. Jared has acknowledged his serious error in judgment, has taken responsibility for his conduct, has expressed remorse and has previously apologized for his actions. The Mets take these matters seriously, expect professional and ethical behavior from all of our employees, and certainly do not condone the conduct described in your story. We will follow up as we review the facts regarding this serious issue, end quote. Three other people interviewed by ESPN said they saw or were told of the text at the time. They provide a portrait of a rising executive, a reporter working with a limited grasp of English and in American customs, and how seemingly friendly banner ended in lewd, unsolicited photos of his package. Porter began texting her the afternoon they met, and before the day was over, had asked her three times to go out for drinks. The woman said she agreed to meet him because she thought he was volunteering himself as a source and expected they would discuss baseball. Porter asked... In a text, if she had a boyfriend, the woman said at the time she believed that was simply being friendly and she did not think someone she barely knew would be so forward. That night after she couldn't meet him without, or after she said she couldn't meet with him, but would the next day, Porter sent an unsolicited selfie. Like, and he showed a picture. <laughs> oh my God. She did not respond. If I had a better understanding, not just language, but the culture, I definitely would have realized sooner what was going on. And uh, he started sending her all kinds of pervy texts. The next day, he texted her again, according to the message attempts by both to set up a meeting fell through. He reached out to her again in July of 2016, inquiring as to her whereabouts and asking, why aren't we hanging out? And then he asked her whether the woman remembered what he looked like and said, you're so pretty. Do you have a boyfriend yet? He sent a selfie and said, it can be me. The woman responded with text shorthand indicating laughter and added, let's meet. Porter uh, asked her for a picture. In her home country, the woman said, it's very common to friends of the opposite sex to send each other photos. I didn't think much of it. She sent a selfie. You're gorgeous. Want more of me? She said, yes. I thought it would be awkward to say no. I didn't think there would be, uh, that it would turn into, you know, what it did. And then he sent three pictures, including the first of several that uh, would show a man lying on a bed with a <laughs> <laughs> I can't even get through this. With a giant bulge in his pants. She was initially confused. Uh, she laughed again and texted, yes. Uh, if, if, if he wrote, do you like this? She said yes, though she told ESPN she didn't realize the intention of the photo taken on the bed. You're not married, she asked. 
Once she recognized the sexual nature of the bed picture, she resolved to cut off communication. Uh, he would send 62 more texts, including seven photos. Uh, and then the day before the final flurry of photos, he included the nude photo and the photo of his package. Uh, his first unanswered text, uh, she said, uh, or said he was not married. He followed up. What picture do you like the most? Want to see more? Five hours later. Hello, beautiful. 90 minutes after that. Is it too much for you? Two hours later. Where did you go? Three hours later. I'm bored. Uh, am I annoying you? Why won't you answer me, beautiful? I mean, this is unbelievable. This is absolutely unbelievable. I, I can't even, I mean, it's so long, this story. I'll be here all day going through it with you. It gets worse. It, it gets absolutely worse. Now, Mafia, you cannot tell me. <laughs> you cannot tell me that this guy survives this. Because uh, I don't know how you survive something like this if... Uh, you know, the, listening to Sandy Alderson talk about how all the employees of the Mets, we expect to, we hold them to a high standard and we, the, you know, we expect everyone to be professional and blah, blah, blah. And then he starts with the rhetoric of uh, that Porter has apologized. He has uh, acknowledged his errors and his significant damage uh, and everything else. You heard me. I don't need to go through it. You, you know what he said. He's like, you know. We're just not having. Here he is. I've spoken with Jared regarding events that took place. Blah, blah, blah. He's acknowledged to me a serious error in judgment. Take a responsibility for his conduct. In what way? In what way has he taken responsibility? You know what he did? He did nothing about it. He did nothing about it. He, he, he has always worried. I guarantee it. For his entire life, he has worried since 2016 that this story would come out. Because he knows he's a pervert. <laughs> I mean, what? who does that? Who does that stuff? Okay. Listen, he's a horny dude that sent pictures of himself naked to this chick. That's what he did. And he's, he's expressed, uh, apologized for his action and expressed remorse, taking responsibility. You know when he's going to take responsibility? Is when he gets fired this week. <laughs> That's when he's going to take responsibility for it. Are you kidding me? Now, Mafia, come on. How can this guy, the new GM, he's been on the job a month. How can he survive this? You cannot harass women and send pictures of yourself naked to women and hundreds of them, hundreds of them. And then it goes away because the chick was afraid the story would ruin her life because she's from a foreign country. And now she comes out with it because he's now the GM of the mats and he's got a, a big contract, big money, big job, power. Now she comes out with it. Fair enough. I, I see where people would say, wow, all of a sudden you decide you want to run with the story. I can see that. But nevertheless, that being said, you are busted. You are busted. You are so busted doing this to this chick. You cannot tell me this guy survives this. No, not in this day and age. And you know what? I don't even put it on her that it came out. Now I put it on, you know, it's, this is ESPN. Like they said, hey, we, we periodically kept in touch with her. And I'm like, hey, this guy's powerful and, you know, people love him now. You want to take him down. I mean, but it, it, there's good reason too. you know, doing this kind of stuff isn't cool. And even when he was doing it four years ago, it wasn't acceptable and cool. I know, you know, there's plenty of guys that got away with this back in the day. It's just not all right to let it go. And 
it's inevitable. He's going to get fired. And it's sucking. The Mets finally have good press. Uh, They're finally doing something well. They're finally turning things around. And it's going to be all torn down right away, right before the season even starts. What a typical oh Mets. Oh, my God. This is going to blow up tomorrow and Wednesday and Thursday and Friday like like no other. Like, this is going to be gigantic in New York, this story of this guy, Porter, the, the Mets GM, in all kinds of trouble. too good this story i can't stop with it i just can't this is so juicy tonight this story broke at 11 p.m eastern and it's gonna just ruin this guy's life (laughs) that's what it's gonna do like i can't even express it any other way so he was uh you know all right so you go back to uh late july of that year fourth consecutive day of texting without a response porter wrote i'm a nice guy you know later that day he said was it the pictures that made you mad uh, then he sent another selfie. Are you okay? The next day, both were at Wrigley Field. I just saw you. You're so beautiful. A day later, I'll be in L.A. this weekend at the best hotel in America. Can you meet me there? You're missing out. He followed with 17 pictures, including one of his, um, you know what? Uh, he started sending pictures of his package. After two hours of sending uh, photos, Porter sent more messages. Are you there? Are you mad at me? She, she didn't know how to respond. Being alone in a different country made it tougher. I didn't know who to trust and rely on. She said uh, she had shown the sexually explicit image to a player from her home country and an interpreter who helped craft the response she sent to Porter. This is extremely inappropriate, very offensive, getting out of line. Can you please stop sending offensive photos or messages to me? Porter responded, oh, I'm sorry. I will stop. I apologize. Let me know if you need anything work-wise. The next day, again, I'm sorry. A day later, he showed a photo from Dodger Stadium. It was the last message the woman said that he ever sent. She considered alerting the cause and said she was concerned about repercussions. That summer, she had developed a serious sleeping problem and was uh, racked with anxiety about whether she had made the wrong decision to come into the U.S. Eventually, she told her bosses, referred her to a lawyer, and connected her with a Cubs employee from her home country. The woman and the employee met during the 2016 postseason in Chicago. The woman did not want to identify the employee publicly because she feared retribution. The employee, she said, told her porter wanted to apologize in person. She said she didn't want to see him. The employee encouraged her to use the situation to her advantage. She said she pressed her numerous times on whether she planned to file a lawsuit against Porter. In an interview today, Monday, Martin Luther King Day, the employee confirms he knows Porter and the woman and that he had discussed the situation with both. When asked by ESPN if he told the woman to use the situation to her advantage. The employee said, I was just listening to both. I didn't want to ruin anything. I didn't uh, want to be on one side. Blah, blah, blah. The woman said she remained in touch with the Cubs employee and, and saw him at spring training in 2017 when she said she was still considering filing a lawsuit. The employee became angry, and they haven't spoken since. The employee denied getting angry, adding that whenever I was talking to her, I was basically listening to her. The woman declined to pursue legal action and told ESPN she has no plans to do so. The Cubs released a statement. Uh, This story has come to our attention tonight. We are not aware of this incident ever being reported to the team. Had we been notified, we would have taken swift action 
as the alleged behaviors in violation of our code of conduct. While these two individuals are no longer with the organization, we take issues with sexual harassment seriously and plan to investigate the matter. Over the course of the 2017 season, the woman said she turned down opportunities to travel to Arizona to cover the Diamondbacks because she was uh, afraid of running into Porter. She said she did not see him again until the postseason when she was standing near the batting cage at Diamondback Stadium. She said uh, she immediately left the area and hid. While I was hiding, I was frustrated. Why do I have to hide from this guy? Porter's rise in baseball continued. His name uh, became mentioned for GM Jobs that opened the interview with the Angels this winter and was a finalist behind the guy that got it. When the Mets sought a GM, uh, Alderson Porter emerged as a finalist and beat out former colleague in Red Sox assistant GM Zach Scott, who later joined the Mets in the same role. The woman uh, returned to her home country and left journalism altogether. She now works in finance. While she said the follow of the text from Porter uh, wasn't the stories of her leaving the country and industry, it caused her to think about her future and how remaining around baseball long-term was untenable. It would be a lie to say similar occurrences hadn't happened to me in my home country. It's a male-dominated industry, but I was... Uh, it was a tipping point for me. I started to ask myself, why do I have to put myself through this to earn a living? I mean, to tell you. So uh, it's I don't know if it's my bad or whatever. I just want to say that is uh, I just want to see the story. Uh, Mina Kimes and Jeff Passon did the story. So, I mean, that's a phenomenal story that will um, surely destroy that guy's career. I mean, honestly, like. What kind of a freak are you, bro? <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, do people really sit around? Uh, you know, because I, I don't, I don't do this, so I don't, I don't know anything about something like that. Like, I've never, uh, you know, just flat out harassed a woman or sent, you know, millions of text messages to a woman or you know, tried to basically lure a woman to my hotel on the road or otherwise, anywhere, ever. Um, I also have never sent uh, photos of myself lying in bed naked. Uh, and uh, I've never sent pictures of, uh, you know, sexual pictures, which is, you know, what he did. Uh, forget about allegedly they they've already got all the pictures uh they already know that he did it he knows he did it he admits he did it uh, i i just looked at him i just looked at all the text messages from him and and pictures of his face and everything else they showed so he's so busted it's not even funny but look you know you can do whatever you want you can say whatever you want i've never done anything like that ever and i mean i've done uh, i partied I have, you know, drank, drugged, I've done it all. I've done everything crazy you can imagine. But I've never done anything, like, so perverted. Like, I, I just don't do that kind of freak stuff. I, I don't. That's freak. You're a freak. Like, you're uh, harassing women. You're, I mean, sexually harassing women. That's just all there is to it. And then to, to uh, top that, he sends all these nude shots of, of himself naked. Like, you're a freak, dude. And you cannot tell me in a million ways, you cannot tell me that this guy survives this. <laughs> what are you going to do? You're going to leave the the guy in charge of the Mets? 
<laughs> What's he going to do? Send pictures of his package to all the female reporters around the league? Maybe uh, maybe he'll walk through the clubhouse naked see if any of the baseball players get turned on. Maybe he goes to those. Do you remember the uh, sex story I did today on Coast to Coast Mafia where I, I told you about the sex houses in New York City? They're very upset because of the COVID has shut down all their orgies. Maybe we could set uh, Jared Porter up at one of those sex orgy uh, houses. Maybe he could, you know, do some, uh, you know, maybe uh, Mets postgame show from over there. <laughs> you know, maybe they could... Uh, you know, have him over and he could, you know, find some new friends. He sounds like he likes kinky stuff. So, Mafia, there is no way in a million uh, <laughs> in a million worlds that you survive this. How do you how do you get hired a month ago and a month later a story breaks that you're a pervert and that you're sending naked pictures of your package to women uh, for ye- two years and hundreds of them and they have all of them. ESPN has all of them. And and then this woman, uh, as she could ruin his life so easily, which she already has, because she's talking to ESPN, and the story has been going on. They had a relationship with her, right? So they obviously talked to her for 2016, 2017, and then they just sat on it. And then it's amazing how ruthless the media is. Let's face facts, because they knew they had this story for years and they waited till 2021. They waited until the guy got a GM job because they knew he was a rising star in uh, baseball in terms of front offices and what he'd accomplished. He had been with the Red Sox, got a ring. He you know, was an underling there, but he, he rose through the ranks to finally get his first big gig with the Mets. And a month later, it comes out that he's a freak and he gets his freak on by sending pictures of his package to women. And not only that, how about baseball reporters? He's doing it too. Not even some, uh, it wouldn't be any better. It would not be any better at all to do it to anyone like a private civilian, um, a woman that works at a bank or a woman that works in a school or a woman that works at a hospital or a woman that works in politics or a woman that works as a lawyer. Uh, he sent, you know, he sent in his freak on to uh, a baseball reporter. A chick from another country who he, I mean, it, does that story not tell you that he was trying to take advantage of this chick? That she, because she, she didn't know the language that well. She didn't know the customs. She didn't know anything. And he just like moved right in. <laughs> he moved right in on her. Like, are you kidding me? The guy met her at, at a game. And then, you know, hours later started sending her hundreds of text messages. Like, what is wrong with you, bro? <laughs> You gotta be, you gotta be sick in the head. Mafia, there is no way this guy survives this. No way. And if he does, I will mock that team till, until it catches on fire. No, you can't have this go on and, you know, let this guy keep his job. It doesn't matter what he's done since he's gotten there in this last month of trades that he's made. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you do. He could have won a World Series. You still get fired for this kind of stuff. You know, if they're going to fire guys in Houston for cheating. This kind of sexual stuff will definitely get someone who just got the job fired, especially when. You just said the guy who was this, you know, the runner-up is standing right behind him. It's not like this guy, oh, they, they missed out and someone else got him like they have no other options. The other guy that they liked is in the organization. He's going to jump right into that slot. That guy is licking his chops right now tonight with his wife. He is counting the money with his tongue because they're going to give him that job. And this guy's getting fired. How long does he uh, last? I mean, a day, two 
He's not going to make it to the end of the week. This is too good to be true. How great is this story? TV, satellite, and our mobile app. We make it easy. Like, real easy. In fact, if you're not listening, it's you. It's always you. Slacker. We are the Sports Grid Radio Network. ESPN's running with the story right now. Mets GM Jared Porter sent explicit unsolicited texts and images to a female reporter in 2016. Developing story. Let me clear this up for you. He sent pictures of his crotch. He sent dirty, explicit, sexual pictures to this woman for two years. He's finished. Let me tell you something. Um, She doesn't have to have her name involved in this. Because she hasn't. She hasn't had her name involved in it, right? So uh, they held this story for um, all these years that have gone by. And then uh, they held on to it. He became a GM. Now he's got power. They go back to her and say, can you believe this guy? He's got all this power now. And, um, And now she's like, I don't want this to happen to anyone else. But she's already left the business. She's out of the business. That's neither here nor there either. That's that that's of no significance. She's not in baseball anymore. She was in baseball when it happened to her. She was in fear of him. She was afraid of him. She was hiding from him. Whenever she went anywhere, she was looking over her shoulder because of this guy. Jared Porter, the Mets' new GM. The Mets' new GM. He's been on the job since December 13th. The biggest job he just got in his life to run the New York Mets. Loaded. They go out and get Francisco Lindor, Carrasco. I mean, they're talking to Springer. They got all this great juice going for the organization. They have it all going. And then at 11 o'clock on Martin Luther King night, on a Monday night, the story ESPN runs the story and it blows up. And by tomorrow, I mean, it's already like almost midnight. So most people are, they're not even watching TV right now. They're, you know, they're going to bed. They got to go to work tomorrow. They got to do whatever. They got kids. They got to get to school. Everybody's got to shut it down, go to bed. Nobody even knows this is happening right now. We're telling you about what's happening because it's like, obviously, if you're a late nighter, you know, you're watching TV, you're listening to Pharrell on a bench, whatever on Sports Group Radio. And you're listening on Sirius. You're listening on uh, 204. You're listening in uh, San Diego on Mightier 1090. You know that this guy did it. He admitted it. And then apologize for it. That doesn't matter either. And then how about Sandy Alderson? How pathetic is he talking about? Well, the kid, you know, he apologized. He acknowledges how bad it was. We're going to deal with it. We got to, you know what that means? That means he should have said, this is a disaster right now. No comment. And then tomorrow they fire him. How in God's name can anyone survive this and keep their gig? Because nowadays... If you harass a woman at work in any job, anywhere, you're finished. 
It's like one of the biggest things going in the world today in business, in jobs, is sexual harassment, right? And, uh, you know, we go to uh, great lengths in this world to make people take tests and, and watch movies, videos, all this stuff about sexual harassment and what it is and how, how it can destroy lives and ruin people's jobs and careers and lives and livelihoods and everything else. And they're going to let, you're going to tell me, they're going to let a guy, because it happened four years ago, which is neither here nor there either. If I guarantee you, if it happened four years ago and 2016 and 2017, he was doing it both in both years. And then what happened was she said, finally, don't come near me. Get away from me. You're a freak. Uh, you're uh, offending me. Stop sending me messages. Stop sending me pictures. Stop. And he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Then he got worried. He knew in the back of his head, this guy, I mean, this is so easy to figure out. You knew in the back of his head, he knew that he had a problem on his hands. And he's had that hanging over his head since 2017. So four years ago, this guy knew that this chick could ruin his life. And then she went back to her home country and, and got into finance. And he was probably like, "Woo, boy, did I get lucky there sending all those D pictures to this chick that she didn't, uh, you know, throw me under the bus. Because she told the guy uh, with the Cubs and then that, that guy started listening to her, him, everybody trying to squash it, trying to make it go away, right? That it would end and everybody be, I'm sorry, it's my fault. I'm, I was inappropriate. Please forgive me. It'll never happen again. You'll never hear from me again. I promise you I'll leave you alone. I just want to do my job and move on in my life. But that's not what happened. That's not what happened. What happened is, is that now this guy is fried. He's fried. He's absolutely fried. There is no way that you can have... <laughs> You cannot have a GM in Major League Baseball in a position, a power, running a baseball team in the biggest city in the world, and he's a pervert. <laughs> he sends he sends pictures of his male organ to women. I don't care when he did it. It doesn't matter. Can you imagine, Mafia, the backlash from women nationally and in New York if this guy even has that job for two more days? What's going to happen to the Mets? They are going to get persecuted like you have no idea. You thought the Capitol riots were bad? What do you think women are going to do to the Mets if they leave a guy in, in his job that sends pictures of his package to women for two years in a row every day, hundreds of them? Who in God's name would ever let that guy keep his job? You know what? If, if Steve Cohen... And Sandy Alderson let this guy keep his job, then they're as bad as him. They're as bad as him. Then they are saying to women, we don't care what you think. And we don't care if our GM is a pervert and a sexual harasser. You cannot in any world in this day and age, in this in, in 2021, after everything that's gone on in this world, with all the chaos in this world right now with politics and the left and the right hate each other's guts, civil wars breaking out. Uh, you got a, a president, the dirtiest president ever. Uh, and this guy's getting thrown out of office. Everything, the covid, everything. Else. And then you got the Mets GM's a pervert and he sends D pictures to women and you're going to let him keep his job. Oh, my God, I will absolutely keel over.
if this guy isn't fired by tomorrow. I mean, honestly, I don't even care who he is. I've never heard of him. I don't know him. I don't want to know him. You're a freak. And how about this, Mafia? He admits he did it. So when, <laughs> what more do you need to know that he's got to go? And that other guy that came with him for the job and got the backup job behind him, he's going to get the job. That guy's licking his chops right now tonight with his wife because he knows he's going to make all that money and take his job in five minutes. So there you go. Mafia is so stunned. Mafia is so stunned by, by his team. Mafia is so stunned that his Mets are in this predicament. He said earlier, everything was going great. And then this guy came along and had to ruin the party for everybody. Now, now to the, do you think the Mets now lose out on George Springer because their GM is a pervert? If they keep this guy, they will. You know, if they let him hang around and this guy's trying to make the deal, there's no way that this guy's going to come with a bad press and say, oh, yeah, now let me sign with this team. So they definitely got to get rid of him. You're not going to have anybody that's going to be uh, real willing to talk and come here right now with this, you know, black cloud over them. It's ridiculous that they didn't do their due diligence, find out that this happened beforehand. But that's just typical Mets. How I mean, about this? Last year, they're bringing Beltran. And, oh, now he's going to shooting scam. Now we got to fire him. This year they hire this well, guy as a UGM. And, oh, he's, you know, saying he's junk to women. Now we got to fire him. Well, listen, how do you let a guy that did that run your baseball team with all your employees and all the women that work for the Mets, Yeah, you know, in the front office sales marketing, don't tell me they don't have tons of women working over there. They have everything. They have every, every walk of life works for the Mets and you cannot as the new owner and, and Alderson Cohen and Alderson have to get rid of him by, but literally by tomorrow, he's got to go. There's no, how do you keep a guy that did that? It's like, uh, it'd be like, like keeping a, a mass murderer on your payroll. You, you found out that your GM was a serial killer and, <laughs> and you decided to keep him on the job. Like, honestly, like the guy was a predator on social media, on, you know, t- texting, whatever you want to call it. I, what's the difference? Tweeting, texting. What's the difference? If you send women pictures of you naked Every day for two years, you're a freak, and you're the GM of the Mets. Not for long. That's that's what that is, you know. And, and then they ran with that story tonight, and then they've already gone on TV with it tonight, and just you know. And now it's just going to blow up and get worse tomorrow. You know what? They don't even have time tomorrow to get it in the Daily News and Post, or you know, the New York Times or any of. I don't think they have time, right? Because it's already. It's already midnight. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think it's going to be on the back page in the morning. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Maybe they'll get it in there, but I guarantee you, tomorrow on the radio and TV in New York, this guy's life is ruined. I mean, this guy's life is ruined. And then let me tell you what else. By Wednesday, all over the papers. And then by Thursday, Friday, Saturday, they're gonna, this guy's going to be, they're going to have pictures of him like being completely naked as like some kind of, you know, sexual savant, you know, like some kind of whips and chains guy. They're going to have him. They Do you know what bad pages in New York do to people like this? <laughs> they crucify people like this. If you are of power or infamy or fame, money, anything. If you have any kind of juice and you're somebody famous otherwise, like, let's face it, if this were me, and I'm nobody, but everybody knows me, if this were me, I'd be finished. I'd be finished in five minutes.
In five minutes, I'd be finished. Done. You'd be done. And then they'd make funny until you kill yourself. Right, they will destroy you. Yeah. That's, that's a great, great, that boom, that just said it all. Anthony Weiner, the biggest Weiner of all in the history of the world. What that guy did, look what they did to him. And then well, what did they do to Jeffrey Epstein? But he's a, he's a predator. Okay. And then he killed himself. Right. And then that woman he was with. So he was a predator, right? He, he lined him up and he was doing all kinds of bizarre stuff, but look what they did to him. Look what they did to Weinstein. You think they're not going to do that to this guy? This guy's doomed. He's absolutely doomed. I hope you enjoyed your last job in baseball as a GM or otherwise. He won't even be a bat boy ever again. You know it's true, Mafia. It's oh, yeah, absolutely true. There's no way baseball will allow it. There's no way the commission will let the Mets keep him. Even if they even have any inclination to do so, there's no way baseball will put up with it. All right, can I, can I hear, can you, do I have time to play the Tennessee uh, Chancellor really quick? No, no. All right, get, get her in. Donde Plowman talking about firing Pruitt. Based upon what we know, it is clear that Coach Pruitt did not adequately promote an atmosphere of compliance and or monitor the activities of the coaches and the staff who reported to him. Accordingly today, Athletic Director Fulmer and I agree that we have no choice but to move forward with terminating Coach Pruitt. He was provided his termination letter this afternoon. All right, so he's now he's finished too because he cheated and illegally recruited allegedly, and and then you know what uh, Phil Fulmer is going to do too. He's retiring. He's like, I was here for the whole thing. I'm out of here. Bye. So Tennessee Vols, you're a mess. You cheat. Uh, although Neyland Stadium rocks, Knoxville rocks, and the chicks there are phenomenal at the University of Tennessee. I'll give you that. What a great place to go to school and party. Uh, what a mess for the Mets tonight. see uh, Sandy Alderson and Steve Cohen did their due diligence in uh, looking into uh, Jared Porter's background. <laughs> uh, Coyotes lead the Knights in Vegas 2-1 to one after 2. Uh, Jackets beat the Wings 3-2. Islanders 1-0 over the Bruins. Leafs beat the Jets. Sabres 6-1 over the Flyers. Uh, Blues came back to beat the Sharks 5-4. Canes 4-2 over the Predators. Flames 5-2 over the Canucks. Canadians 3-1 over the Oilers. Ducks 1-zip over the Wild. If you look at all my hockey picks tonight, Mafia, I hit a ton of those games. All right, can we hear from uh, Bruce Arians uh, talking about his guy stepping up in New Orleans? Yeah, I mean, that's what it's all about. You get your opportunities, man. You, you got to make the best of them. And uh, you don't know when they're coming. And uh, this time, you know, Scotty jumped out there and was really a play designed for Antonio, but Scotty ran a great route, beat him. Uh, Tyler makes a great catch. Stinney steps in there and makes a great, great job. I mean, it's 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 everybody just doing their job. And that's when we went down there, just, just all we got to do is do our job. We're good enough to beat anybody. All right. And what about Andy Reid? Uh, says he's confident in Henny if Mahomes can't go. Yeah, sure you are. Yeah, listen, I mean, I, all the guys have confidence in Chad. I mean, who's uh, um, if he has to be in there, um, I, I, you know, just like they did Matt the year before. And uh, it's the way those those guys handle themselves. Um, and, and so I don't think, you know, that wouldn't change if, if he has to if he has to play. I mean, I, I, I don't think twice about that. Just, <laughs> if Pat can't go, then that's then Chad jumps in and rolls. 
All right, uh, that was just so much shack. I can't even uh, deal with it. I hit the Bulls tonight. They beat the Rockets by five. I hit the Raptors tonight. They beat the Mavs. I hit the Nets tonight. I hit the Grizzlies tonight. I hit the Spurs tonight. I hit the Hawks today. Uh, the Heat pushed, and the Lakers are up 79-77 on the Warriors, who seldom come out to play. Three minutes left in the third. Sports Rage is next. I'll see you tomorrow at 4 on Coast to Coast on Sports Grid. Great job, Mafia. Good night, everybody. Jared Porter, your life is over.